Welcome to Grace Life Church Podcast. If you would like any more information about us, please visit our website, gracelife.com.au. You know, before I was a Christian, I used to actually really enjoy um, Easter because it was a super long weekend. And I, I didn't necessarily have faith in God, but I was pleased that we get four days off. So even if you're seeking this morning and you're not sure who Jesus is, just thank him for those four days. And hopefully you get to know him. But over those long weekends, you know, how many of us tend to start projects? But uh, at the start of the long weekend, we, we, we tend to try and get all those things done that we didn't get done during the year or during the week or uh, the things that have been hanging on. And, and uh, I, for one, have started many, many projects on a long weekend. And I have finished zero. And so this weekend, I'm going to try and finish a few. But how many of us are pleased to know that Jesus finished the work? That Jesus completed the work on the cross. And as he hung on that cross, he declared, it is finished. And this morning, I want to read from that passage in John, which describes Jesus' words as he hung on that cross. And we're going to look at this statement, it is finished. And we're going to celebrate this morning that it is finished today. John 19, verse 28 to 30, it says, Later, knowing that everything had now been finished, and so that the scripture would be fulfilled, Jesus said, I am thirsty. A jar of wine vinegar was there, so they soaked a sponge in it, put the sponge on a stalk of the hyssop plant, and lifted it to Jesus' lips. When he had received the drink... Jesus said, it is finished. And with that, he bowed his head and he gave up his spirit. We've got to know that Jesus' life wasn't taken from him. He gave it freely. He bowed his head and he gave up his spirit. But he declared those words, it is finished. I want to make sure that today we understand that that was not a statement of defeat. That he wasn't hanging on the cross and thinking, I'm done. I can't, I've got nothing else. I'm, I'm, I'm finished. It was a proclamation that he had fully finished the, the assignment and the work that the Father had given him. He declared it is finished. And on that day, it was finished. And today, guess what? It's still finished. It is still finished today. His work on the cross is still finished today. I, I know it's a public holiday. And I know you've come early this morning, 9 o'clock. It's not our usual start time. But um, I'm going to go into a little bit of Greek language this morning. Okay, I know it's a Friday, but let's try and stick with me, okay? I want to read that passage again, but show you the, the, the Greek in that passage. And there's, there's, two, there's two occasions where this particular phrase appears in the New Testament, both in the Gospel of John, in John chapter 19. And it is the word tetelestē. Can you say that with me? Tetelestē. Tetelestē. So let's have a look. It says, later knowing that everything had now been finished, tetelestē. That was the statement that was used, the Greek that was used there. Tetelestē. The same word that, that Jesus later says, it is finished when he talks of his work. Jesus said, it is finished, tetelestē. And with that, he bowed his head and he gave up his spirit. 
Now, this is important for us. I think it, 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 as you dig into the, the language that we see here, it opens up a little bit more of understanding of what Jesus actually was speaking of when he said it was finished or what those who heard, heard when he declared that it is finished. That phrase, teleteste, it, uh, to telestay, sorry, it says, it means to bring to a close, to finish, to end, to complete, to execute, to conclude. It also means to discharge a debt, to accomplish, make an end, expire, fill up, finish, go over, pay, perform. When Jesus said it is finished, to tell us day, he made a declaration that all of those things had, that everything that needed to be done was done. The amazing thing about tetelestai is that it is the actual tense in the Greek. Now, there are a lot of different tenses in the Greek language as they have written. And in this one in particular, we don't see it too often in the New Testament. And so when we do, we want to have a look at why it's actually like that. If you knew that I said it is finished in past tense, you understand that that means it happened, right? It is finished. If I said that it is finished in present, or if I said in present tense, what would I say? It is finish, finishing. Okay, English lesson, Greek lesson, English lesson. We're flipping between here. So the past tense, finished. Present tense, finishing. In the Greek, this is called the perfect tense. And in the perfect tense, it's a combination of what was called the aortic tense which means that there was a specific time that it happened and tense, which means because it happened on that specific time, it is continuing to happen. So because it happened at that moment, it will continue to happen forever. So if I was to say to you, it rained, past tense, that's pointing to a specific time that it rained. But if I was to say to you, it rained, perfect tense, that means that when it began raining, it didn't stop raining, and it's still raining today. So when Jesus says, it is finished, and that, that, that phrase, to tell us stay is used, it declares that in a moment it was finished, and right now it stands finished, and it will always be finished, which means to tell us stay is for today. It is finished today. The work that Jesus had been given was finished on that cross to tell us day. It's the perfect tense. We see actually in the Greek, in, in the Roman um, in the Roman culture, written in Greek, we see that this phrase was uh, spoken of or given to a, a few different areas in life. One, it was given to a servant who had accomplished his task. You can imagine if someone was given a project or an assignment, they would then, uh, when they finished that, that servant who has been given that, that mission would then go back to their master and say, Tetelestai, it's finished. I've accomplished the work that you have given me. Tetelestai, I have done the whole, full, complete assignment. Again, I'm not too good at this. If I ever get given an assignment or a job, I'm a bit of a procrastinator. I used to just be a crastinator, but then I went pro because I'm so good at it. 
But this is, the servant would come back and say to Telestay, I have finished everything that you have given to me to do. And so when Jesus declares it is finished, he, that is, that is a, a proclamation that everything the Father had given him, everything he completed, there was nothing lacking. He didn't leave little bits of his assignment out. He finished it all. And he did so on your behalf. He did what we could not do. Because we could never get up and say to Telestai, Father. We, we, we couldn't. We couldn't finish the, the mission. We couldn't give our lives for humankind. But Jesus declared, I have done everything that the Father had given me. Even to that point where he drank. When he said, I'm thirsty. Did you, did you notice that? It said he did this so that the scriptures may be fulfilled. There were certain things that he did just so that the scriptures would be fulfilled, the, the Messiah that was being pointed to, that people would know that that was him. Do you know how many f f prophecies he fulfilled? There's a lot. <laughs> Let's just say that. I'm hearing different numbers, but there was a lot. He fulfilled everything the Father had given him. And then he came back on that cross and he said to Telestai, it is done. When we look at the cross, we remember it's finished. Jesus didn't have to do anything else. He did everything. We also see that, that Tetelestai was used when um, there was a debt incurred. And it had been finished being paid off. So you imagine if you were to uh, get some land or you were to go into some sort form of debt. And then you, you paid off that debt over time. The, the debt, like this is a uh, bank statement here. Once you had paid off. That statement, that, that, that debt that was owed, they would write the phrase to Telestai on the statement to say that this has been finished payment. That all of the debt that was incurred, all of the debt that, that was racked up has now been finished to Telestai. Our debt. You know, it wasn't Jesus' debt, it was our debt. And it was the debt that we could never actually pay. But he declared that it is finished. That debt that we had racked up over time, the debt of sin, the, the, the penalty of that, all of those things that had been put onto our account, he declared that it is gone. It is finished. Payment in full. To tell us, it actually meant payment in full. You know when you get a receipt and they stamp paid on it? Well, the blood of Jesus stamped paid on your sin, on the debt of your life. His blood stamped paid and he declared it is finished. Your account has been wiped clean. You are no longer in debt. <laughs> How good is that? He said it is finished. And he paid that debt. My sister, was, she went through a real difficult period of time and um, she got involved in some real bad stuff and uh, she developed a, a really bad drug habit. And it got to a point in her life where she came to, to realise that, that no matter how hard she tried, she couldn't, she couldn't beat this. And she broke down. And she came to this place of total like, I've got nothing, I, I, I can't do anything. And, you know, we're in relationship with her and we're trying to help her and point her to, to uh, get some help. And anyway, she went in and out of rehab 
and she was trying to get her life on track. And one of the things that happened while she was um, on drugs is that she racked up some mega debt. So she would just borrow money from people, from dealers. She would borrow money from these little small loan companies that would give you like quick money so you can go and get your fix. She She would just rack up all this debt. And by the time she went into rehab, she had thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars of debt. And she came to us and she was like, I need help. And so we, we, we were like, well, what can we do? We've got a bit of savings. We've got some money in the bank, but we don't have enough to try and help you to get out of all of this debt. So we actually gave some money to her to, to pay off some of those debts, went and paid them off for her while she was in rehab. And um, then we, we actually took out a loan so that we could pay off her debt. We didn't have enough to pay it. And so we, we kind of went into debt for her debt to try and pay her debt off because we love her and because we wanted to give her help and get her, get her to that place. But I remember uh, thinking there is a chance that, that, that we're going to end up with this debt forever because she said, you know, I'll help to pay back, I'll pay it back. And I was like, well, maybe that's never going to happen. So we just have to be prepared that if we take this on, then we may have to live with it. And... I remember looking on my phone banking. You know your phone banking? If anyone's got that, you can see your statement. And I see the loan there. And um, at the end of paying off that loan, you know what they do? They send you a letter that says the account is now closed. The debt has been paid. And it no longer appears on my phone banking. That is what happened on the cross. That, That debt of your sin that had been accumulating over time that had been building up, accredited to your account, Jesus paid it in full, lacking nothing. He paid all of your sin of yesterday, today, tomorrow. It's all been paid for by his blood. And when he declared it is finished, he meant it was finished. So don't live like it is still on your account. Don't live like that. Live in the freedom that he purchased for you by his precious blood. Receive the forgiveness for sin. Receive forgiveness and freedom in Jesus and live to worship him. It is finished. The account has been paid. He writes on it and he says to you, to tell us that it is totally finished. And I'm going to try and write That was your account. It's been paid in full. Jesus made the payment. It is finished. But here's the last thing that we see uh, this, this word uh, to telestai actually meant. It was also used for uh, Roman prisoners who had come to the place where they had served their time. So when a Roman was put into, into prison, they actually had what was called a certificate of debt, which was listed, listing all of their crimes. Every crime that they had committed was listed on this certificate of debt, and it was nailed to their prison door. So anyone that walked past would know what their crimes were and what the punishment was, how long they would be in prison for. 
So every time someone walked past that prison law, they could see what that prisoner was there for, what their sins were, what their crimes were, and what the punishment was, or what the penalty was that they were paying. However, when they had finished serving time, that certificate was taken off of the prison door, and it was noted on there to Telestai. It's finished. It was written on there, those words were written on there to say this, the, the, the crime has been paid for. The penalty has been paid in full. And then from a certificate of death, from debt, they were given the certificate of freedom. And on that certificate, it said, to Telestai. They have served, the, the, the crime has been paid for. And so if anyone ever came to them and asked, what, what, you know, why are you out? Or wanted to know, then they could show them the certificate that says, no, no, the, the penalty has been paid. The crime has been paid for. I'm a free person. Can I say that when we look at that cross, that is your certificate of freedom. That is your certificate of freedom. Your penalty was paid. And you are now free. And so when our sin or our enemy or our inner voice starts to point to those things that you have done, you just point back to the cross. You just point back to the cross and say, no, 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 no. It was paid for in full. It is finished. I am free. I am free. Let me finish with this passage here where Paul points back to this in his letter to the Colossians. In Colossians 2, verse 13, it says, When you were dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made you alive in Christ. You were dead. You were dead in your sins, but God made you alive in Christ. He forgave us all our sins, having cancelled the charge of our legal indebtedness, which stood against us, and condemned us. He, he cancelled the charge of that, that certificate of debt that was against you. He cancelled the charge of all of those things that had been legally charged against you. He cancelled them. And what does it say then? And he has taken it away, nailing it to the cross. And having disarmed the powers and the authorities... He made a spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. He took that legal document and he nailed it to the cross. He cancelled it and he nailed it to the cross. Here we go. I need someone to hold that cross. Yeah, I was just going to say. He took that charge. He took that account. And Colossians says that he nailed it to the cross. Everything that was on your account, every sin is now forgiven. Because of Jesus, 
because of his blood, because of his sacrifice. And that is not only a witness to us as humans, but that is a witness to the powers of darkness. Because it says that he put them to an open shame. He made a public spectacle of them by triumphing over them on the cross. He is victorious. There is no power greater than His. And because of what He has done for you and for me, we can stand forgiven and free. Completely, totally free. And that is good news. That is good news. The story doesn't finish there. So I hope you come on Sunday. Because Jesus, it is finished, was followed by the Father's amen in the resurrection. Does the Father validate it? That everything that had needed to be done was done on the cross. And in the resurrection, the Father said, Amen. It is finished. In full, complete freedom. And that, my friends, is good news. That is good news. Oh, you don't like that news? Where's your dad? I think it's good news. Can we get the team to come up? We're going to share in communion. And we're just going to make some time for you to personally reflect Upon the sacrifice of Jesus that was made for us, but was made for you. Was made for you. Not just us generally, but you personally. That sacrifice was for you. And so we're going to share in communion. And I'm going to invite Alison to come and just share a couple of thoughts around communion as we prepare our hearts. And then the team will lead us in a song as we reflect. You know, Tetelestai is so powerful. You should have found on your seat the emblems for communion. I wonder if you'd just take them in your hand right now. You know, for some people, this isn't every day. They take communion every day. For some, it's once a week. For some, it's once a month. But what does this mean? And in the light of what Pastor Scott has just shared with us, I wonder if you just look at those emblems, not the physical emblems, but the wafer that represents the broken body of our Lord Jesus Christ. The juice that represents his blood. That we've sung about this morning and the body the broken body of Jesus and his shed blood as we look at this is tetelestai it's finished it's finished 
you know, this represents the most selfless act anybody has ever done. And it's not something to be remembered just on Good Friday, but it's good to remember it and to give it preeminence on Good Friday. But it's something that for those of us who love Jesus, this is an everyday. This is an everyday. You know, this was done by choice. He wasn't forced. He didn't have to. He chose. In John chapter 10 and verses 17 to 18, it says, Jesus says, Therefore, my Father loves me because I lay down my life that I may take it again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of myself. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it again. This command I have received from my Father. Jesus always knew that as he accomplished the mission that his Father had given him, it would be enough. It would be finished. It would be finished. He chose. He chose to do that. And, you know, we often talk about choice. We talk about us choosing to follow Jesus. And that's important. But I wonder today, again, as we hold these emblems, that we recognise personally and corporately that he chose us. He chose me and he chose you. Again, Jesus in John chapter 15, he says, You did not choose me. But I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain, that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. That's tetelestite. That is being able to live in the freedom that Jesus gained for us on the cross. Choosing us to be able to live the life that he always intended us to live. A life as children of a father who loved us enough to send his son. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 13 it says, But we are bound to give thanks to God always for you, brethren, beloved of the Lord, because God from the beginning chose you for salvation through sanctification by the Spirit and belief in the truth. And in 1 Peter 2 verse 9, he says, But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness and into his marvellous light. That's what this represents. Let's never lose the wonder. of what the blood and the bread means. I'm going to invite you to take the wafer. So you kind of pull the little top bit off. It comes in two bits. And we're going to eat together because, that, because we do this because together we are Christ's body in this place. But we know too we always do it, we we do it individually. 
but not a remembering just that 2,000 years ago, this is what our Saviour did for us. This is what Messiah did. But today, we take this and we remind ourselves, Tetelestai, it is finished. He has done everything that is needed. So as we take the bread together, let Holy Spirit imprint that afresh on our hearts. Let us eat. open your cup the juice that represents the blood of Jesus the only thing that keeps us from living the life that he always intended for us was our sin and it is finished he's dealt with it it is finished forever Don't allow yourself or anyone else, and particularly not your enemy, the devil, to tell you anything different. It's finished. And it's finished so that we can live in the freedom. And so together, as his body in this place, let's take the juice, remembering the blood of Jesus that has done all that was needed. Let's drink together. Father, we are in awe again this morning of how great a love you had for us that while we were still sinners, you gave your son to die. Lord, to reconcile us to you, our Father, that as children of the living God, we would live to glorify you, to magnify you, to live the life that you have called us to, a chosen people, chosen to show forth the glory of God. We hope you've enjoyed listening to this podcast from Grace Life Church. For more information about us or any of our services, please visit our website at gracelife.com.au.